Hi everyone, this is Amanda and welcome to another episode of Dating Will Be the Death of Me. I start this way every single episode I know, so if you're like, dude, enough with the thank yous. I honestly, I feel like the past few weeks I have just felt really good about um, everything that, that this podcast is and I woke up one morning to a notification that I was number 17 on Good Pods for relationship podcasts. I could not have done that without all of you guys and, and your support and your listening and your, your interactions with me on social media, on Twitter, and on Instagram. So thank you so much. I actually just checked earlier today, and I am now number three on Good Pods for relationship podcasts. And I honestly just am, am so proud and I just feel really good and I I feel like I needed that boost because it has been a rough, a rough few weeks. I have never needed summer more in my seven years of teaching. This year I feel like has just like beaten us teachers down. It's something different every single day, every single week. And it's just it's it's been really hard to even try to keep positive. But I'm I'm just so grateful that I have such a good support system and that I even have this as like an outlet to, you know, talk about something different than than I'm dealing with on a daily basis, right? Talking about dating and talking about relationships, sex, all that stuff is just so different from my normal day-to-day life as a teacher. So it's just a nice outlet and a, and a nice way to kind of forget about all of the the things that are going on in my other in the other part of my life. So, yeah, I'm just feeling really good about this. And again, I I wouldn't be here without you guys. Um so thank you all for for listening and for your support. So that being said, today I I'm going to do a little update, talk about some things that have been going on and I figured that today would be a good time to talk about love bombing because it is something that I've experienced recently. But before we get into that, I just want to play a little clip. Um, So I had a guest on talking just about dating and their experience dating in New York City and Brooklyn. And um, it's Roddy Rod, who is on Instagram. I'll I'll link him in the show notes and um, I'll tag him in the post and everything. But he has a great podcast with three of his friends that I will also link in the podcast. And he came on just to kind of talk about what his experience with dating has been, his experience with, you know, the catfishers, the scammers on dating apps, which unfortunately are a thing and all that good stuff. So I'm going to play that clip now. And then after that, we will get into our love bombing. So here we go. Hi, everyone. This is Amanda, and this is Dating Will Be the Death of Me. Today, we have a guest. Um, So, Roddy, if you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. Yes. I go by the star Roddy Rod. I'm one-fourth of the Premier Boys podcast, and I also co-host with my from Ken, Mr. Gentleman, or Mr. Life, Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle. You no, know, I just do my thing, the podcast, and I'm 
here today to join you, Amanda. Awesome. And I saw, are you coming out with a, like a solo podcast in the future? Yeah, I'm supposed to be coming out with a solo podcast at the late full, full conversation with a star. Awesome. Um, so you live in, well, do you care if I say where you live? The state? I live in Brooklyn, New York. Okay, okay. I didn't want to like <laughs> put it out there, but um, I kind of just want to start with that. So you're single, you're dating, you're in a relationship? Right now I'm single. Okay. I'm 30. I'm 33 years old and I'm a Sagittarius. Okay. Is that something that you usually lead with? Like, is that, are signs important to you? Uh, yeah, because you want to you make sure you're compatible in a way. Okay. So what is a sign that you're typically compatible with? Well, according to, according to what I've read, Leo, Aries, Libras and Aquariuses. Okay. Are those all like air signs? <laughs> well, uh, Leo and the Aries are not. They're okay. fire. And what's a Sagittarius? It's a fire. Okay. I don't know anything. I'm a Capricorn. I don't know what that. <laughs> okay. It's all good. It's all good. Um, all I know is when I tell people I'm a Capricorn, they're usually like, oh, like you're stubborn or whatever, which I guess I can be. Um, but what is it like dating in New York? Um, it's pretty, it's pretty rough, especially coming off the pandemic, you know, um, everybody's still wearing masks out here and I basically resorted to online dating for the most part. Mm Mm-hmm. Is that something that you hadn't really done before the pandemic? Um, actually, no. Before the pandemic, I still was online dating. But just... I actually met somebody online before. Okay, how did that go? Um, not so, not so great. <laughs> okay. Do you wanna? Was it like a, a horrible experience, or just not um... not your person? Just, she just ended up being a narcissist and, you know, just ended up getting treated like trash at, towards towards the, the middle to the end. Uh, you know, that's basically, that's basically what it was. Like, she wanted to move things fast and I wasn't confident in her, choosing her over everybody else in the world. Right to be my wife and to commit to somebody like her forever. And that's the truth. How long were you guys dating? Five, six years. Oh, wow. Okay. I thought you were going to say like five, six months. I was like, damn, she really wanted to (laughs) settle down. But okay. So how was ending that? Like, was it tough moving on from it? Yeah. Like, you know, when you make, when you make a tough decision, you just gotta do it. Cause at the end of the day, it's like, you gotta do what's best for you. And I knew that in my heart that the decision to move forward with the marriage wasn't what I truly wanted in my heart. So that's just why I had to, why I had to do it. And I'm not gonna sit there and lie for the rest of my life. You no, know, that's probably what she wanted. Right. Was, to lie to the world. 
was marriage something that like you considered at all or was it like it was it was yeah it was it's like once i got to really know she was and if i could if i really wanted to do it that's when i realized that it was this this wasn't a particular person for me okay um was there a period of time where you kind of like because i know a lot of times when i break up with someone there's like that period where you like still kind of reach out you still are kind of in communication um is that something that happened well to tell you the truth i when i first started to see her turn crazy and obsessive and having her bullyish behaviors that's when I was trying to get out of it. And then she tried to be something here twice. Okay. So I kind of, you know, after I told her I didn't want to be in it no more, it was like, I was vulnerable because I'm like, dang, I ain't gonna lie, she, she's beautiful. I miss her. Last week she was over here at my house. Okay. <laughs> so you guys still are and in contact. No, we're not about that now. Oh. But it was like an on and off, like going back over and over to her, you know, multiple times before I figured out what am I doing. Yeah. Was there like a breaking point or something specific that happened or you just kinda were like, This is this is a waste of time for me? Um I guess I just realized that I was not in love. Okay. <laughs> um, do you have any like horror stories of like a first date that went horribly or like you thought yeah. maybe someone could be more than just like a hookup and then they ended up being like so not not your type or like not Yeah. So I remember I um brought a girl to my house um back when I was still in my twenties. And we was kicking it, um, talking, watching, watching um, BT, and it felt like things was right because we was just hanging out. Yeah. But after she she had to she was on the phone the whole time that we was watching TV laid up, and then she had to go. So that was kind of like a horror story because I didn't, I didn't, she didn't even come there for what she intended. So did she not I mean, really? I never heard from her. Oh, she like ghosted? Yeah, she ghosted. <laughs> so she was like on the phone, not really paying attention to? Like, not on the phone, like on the phone, but like texting and scrolling and stuff. Oh, okay. Not attention. I've been on dates where, yeah, the guy's just been like. Or they'll keep like pulling stuff up on their phone to show you, and like one or two things is fine. But then when it's like, oh my god, let me show you this, and like scrolling through their Instagram and showing you everything, it's like I don't. I want to get to know you, like in person. You, I feel like phones can kind of be a point of contention, like kind of annoying. Um, what do you have any like amazing first date stories? Um. Yeah. I remember taking somebody out to the downtown area of Brooklyn. Like we have a lot of outside seating areas. 
and just sitting there talking about life. Mm -hmm. I was in college still, so this was like a classmate after. This somebody I was interested afterwards. We just went and got Wendy's and sat in the outside area to see them. So that was like a good first day because we ended up just talking and texting after that all the time. Yeah. What do you think, or what apps are you on? Like what dating apps are you on? Hinge, Bumble, Facebook dating. Oh, okay. What's your favorite to use? Or do you have like a preferred one? Um... Hinge is like a preferred one, but a lot of times, like sometimes you end up matching with people who are just weirdos. <laughs> Bumble, I don't really see traffic on there or people are just far. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't know, like you get a lot of spammers on oh, there. Okay. Yeah, like spam bots. That's so weird. How did you know, like, what would they message you for you to know that they were spam? Generic messages. Okay. Let's say I, let's say I log out, I log in the next morning, and I see um, four hot girls in my inbox, and they say the same generic message. Mm-hmm. That's spam bots. So the spam would, so the spam would sometimes give you a link to click on or ask for your number or ask for money or cash that will sell. And people give that though. Yeah, yes. A lot of people's been. They have a whole movie called the, the um, Tinder Swindler. Oh yeah, that's true. But he was a real person. Other than not not matching with bots like when you are like dating when you're looking for someone like what are if you had to say like your three most important things that you look for whether it's like physical or personality wise she i will hope that she lived close enough yeah i feel like in new york it's hard because even if someone's in a different borough like you have to take the train and stuff yeah so how so close would they that, have to be? Like a few miles? Or if I could get to you, if I could get to you in, in an hour to an hour and a half, or we can meet up in a central location. Mm-hmm. I want somebody, I like somebody with intellect. I want to be able to talk to you when you're talking about something other than um, love and hip hop, black and cool. What, what your home group Showing the hat on, but the Kardashians are talking about this week and their style, bro. Because a lot of people are not conversationalists, bro. A lot of females are not. A lot of females or a lot of humans? That's probably a lot of humans. Probably a lot of, it probably goes the same with men, so they probably don't have nothing to talk about as well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I've been, I've talked to a few people where it's like pulling teeth. They're like, oh, you know, I'm I'm a really good conversationalist, and then you like try to ask them a question, they just respond, they don't ask anything back, and it's just like, or they just yeah, they just want to talk about 
my thing is on my profile, I like I work at a brewery part time. So people like latch onto that and all they want to do is talk about beer. And I'm like, that's fine. But there's more to me than just beer. And I hope there's more to you than just beer. So I feel like (laughs) people can get stuck in a rut where like they just try to focus or they're just they just want to talk about one thing and it just like kind of gets boring. And that's another thing too. Like a lot of people are like that too. Like they just talk or focus about one thing or they don't know. They just don't know how to um, think outside the box. Yeah. So are you someone, would you rather get someone's number or like their social media first? Um, Social media, really? We could, we. I feel like you could. Um, all these social medias and all these dating apps, you can text like a text message. Yeah. So it's it's a test. If you are texted back on the app frequently, then I know that you're interested. If I'm talking to someone, if I'm interested in them, I'd much rather text or like call. Some, yeah, I, but you want to break the ice first. You don't want to just that for me. Know, that is for me. That's breaking the ice because like my social media has like everything, like my family, my friends, like where I work and stuff. I don't know if I want everyone. I don't want to. I don't want people to know everything all at once. Oh, I see sense. what you mean. Like, yeah. I don't think about. I don't think about it like that. That sense. Yeah, I mean, I don't, it's kind of contradictory because I have a whole ass podcast, but I'm pretty (laughs) private, like, when it comes to, because I'm a teacher, so I don't, I don't need people, like, knowing where I work right off the bat. Like, I don't usually, people ask, and I'm like, I work in this area, but I'm not going to tell you what school I work at, because, I don't know. They're going to pop up. Right? (laughs) But I'm also, I, I would rather get, like, meet up with someone if I'm into them, because there's been a lot of times where I thought that I was into someone, like just through text and and talking on the app and stuff, and then I meet them in person, and I'm like, like you're either super lame or you're kind of a creep, and I feel like you can only get that vibe in person. As a guy looking for girls on apps, like I see so many people with all their profile will be is like their Instagram or their Snapchat, where I'm like, you just want followers or you just want like attention and not actually yeah i see that a lot too for the um, females they'll they'll be like oh i'm not on here so if you want to talk to me add me on this yep and then they have like thousands of followers already or millions of followers already so what's the guarantee that you write this person they're gonna see it or they're going to be able to respond in a timely fashion. Right. Um, actually, can I ask you this if you're comfortable and if you're not, just say no and I'll edit it out. But so something I've been doing on my last few episodes is reading my most current um, message from the app. Would you be willing to do that? <laughs> you don't have to. My current message. Like your, <laughs> yeah, the most recent one someone sent you. Like, this one was saying, Hey, um, 
you're cool. I get 3,300 DMs every day, but I can't possibly reply to all. But I saw yours, and you sound really chill. Wait, this person was saying to you they get 3,000 DMs? Yeah, 300 DMs. 300 DMs. <laughs> so... But they all of a sudden opened up mine. Okay. So I feel special. <laughs> oh, look at you go. <laughs> she must be popular. That's a lot. Um, yeah, but I'm not sure it's the real her. Yeah, well, maybe she's like a celebrity. Um... I just got one that says long call with your friend because before this he was talking to me and I was like, oh, I just got to get on a call. And they were just asking why the call is taking so long. So that's kind of needy. I don't know if I want to respond to that. <laughs> but um, what is something that you are excited about right now? Um, The fact that I'm breathing and I still have a job to go to in a maze of farm, but that's probably it. That's something, though. That's good. It's like the little, yeah, the so. little things. Yeah. Um, and then what is a piece of dating advice that you live by or wish that you lived by? Try try to use your brain. Yeah. Don't rush to try to use your brain. Those are good. Because these people don't want you to use their brain. They want you to use your heart. The heart will lead you, but it will make the brain go straight. Well, so before we get cut off, do you want to tell people where they can find you and kind of like what you have coming up that you uh, would want people to check out? Yes, yes, yes. You can follow my Instagram page at the star Roddy Rob. Um, I ain't gonna tell you how to spell the star, but Roddy Rod is R O D D Y R O D. Um, check out my link tree where you have access to all my podcasts, the Premier Boys podcast, with me and my three, me and my uh, three friends, there's four of us. Um, shout out to Mr. Aaron Sand, shout out to Long Live the Chief Bounty Mal, shout out to Ken Mr. Gentleman. You can catch that on the Premier Boys. Follow that page on Instagram or look us up on all streaming platforms. Um, I have my spin-off show, Conversation about a star, Conversation with the Star, coming up sometime in the fall. Awesome. You got a lot going on. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for sharing and being open and willing to answer the questions. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of your nights. Have fun if you have any dates this week. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. Have a good day, man. Thanks. You too. Bye. So again, thank you so much to Roddy Rod for coming on to the podcast and sharing his experience with us. Definitely follow him. Definitely listen to his podcast and stay tuned for his new podcast, which is coming out, like he said, hopefully sometime in the fall. Um, but Back to love bombing. Like I said, I have experienced a little bit of it recently. So, and love bombing, in my understanding of it, basically is, you know, overwhelming someone with uh, attention, affection. And usually, I like when I think of it, I usually think of it as positive, right? Someone's like 
going above and beyond right off the bat to to you know show you that they're giving you all of their attention and while it sounds great right you're like what's the problem with that um it it definitely does have some drawbacks and and kind of like negativity and and things that are not so great not so positive so even though the word love is in there um it is something that has kind of recently been been talked about a lot more and uh people have even said like you know psychologists and stuff have said that it could be a part of like a cycle of abuse um in that it's not something that you should seek out or if you do feel like someone is love bombing you that it is um something to be wary of and, and maybe remove yourself from that situation. So I just kind of want to find, <laughs> I'll see it in, in a much more eloquent way than, than what I just tried to explain. But basically, um, this is a, a quote from the New York Times article, um, what is love bombing? And the kind of like subtitle is, Grand romantic gestures in the early days of a relationship could be sweet or a sign that you're dating a narcissist. Here's how to tell the difference according to experts. So this, I think, is a good article to even just get us started. Um, But basically, it's in the early stages of a relationship, if you notice that someone is kind of making these grand gestures or these grand statements, one of the statements mentioned in the article is, I never met anyone I feel so close to or everything about you is what I wanted. Again, it sounds great, but it's it's like too much too soon. And you kind of, in, in my instance, I found myself questioning like, why, what is this person's ulterior motive? Like what, you know, I'm as awesome as I am. Like, no, I'm just joking, but like to hear, I feel so close to you already. You know, I've only known you a few days or you've only been on one date, but I really can see myself with you. That should be a red flag. And again, it is something that I maybe in the past would have been like, oh my God, this guy is so romantic. I feel so special. It's definitely something that makes me kind of pull away because I'm like, what what is really going on here? And, and what are they trying to get out of this. So I kind of just want to take another quote from this article because I feel like it does a really good job of zeroing in on exactly what love bombing is. It says, lavishing a new romantic partner with grand gestures and constant contact in order to gain an upper hand in the relationship. And that constant contact is the thing that I had been experiencing recently. And it's, this is super awkward because um, the guy that I am referencing uh, knows about this podcast. So hello, if you are listening, um, I'm going to talk a little bit about you, but I'm not going to use your name and I'm not going to use any identifying features. So you, you know, if you're mad about it, um, maybe just reconsider love bombing people in the future because it's you were super frustrating to have to deal with. So we had matched on Bumble and went back and forth. Uh, I want to say we talked for like less than a week and ended up deciding to meet. And then we actually pushed the date up to be able to meet sooner. And the date kind of started, I started off, in my opinion, like looking back, 
kind of hilarious and would have been a really good, funny story if things had worked out. Um, we had decided originally on a brewery around the corner from me. I had totally forgotten that we had changed plans and I got to the brewery. He said he was going to be there before me like a little bit early. I was like, perfect. Already like that's a green flag for me. I'm not going to be sitting around waiting for you. Like you're going to be on time in even early, which is, is something that I look for, especially because someone that I had been dating recently showed up to every date late. And I think it's just super disrespectful and, and shows that you don't respect my time, which is one of the biggest things for me. Like I don't have a lot of time, so don't waste my time. And if you, if you say that you're going to be somewhere at a certain time, be there. Um, so this guy, you know, was already had a, had a leg up except for when I got there, it's a small little space. And I, you know, I looked around and I was like, well, he either, uh, is a catfish because he doesn't look like any of the people in here or he's going to be late. And I was annoyed, but I was like, whatever, I'll grab a beer, sit down and, and text him. So I texted him. I was like, Hey, where are you? And it took him a little bit of time to respond. So I was like getting more and more mad. I was texting my friends. I'm like, yo, this bro who said he was going to be early, like isn't even here yet. I'm super pissed. And then he called me and he's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm here. I'm in the back room. He said, oh, I'm in the front room or I'm in the front. And I was like, you sure aren't because I just walked around the whole place. And he's like, well, where, like what place are you at? And I told him and he was like, Oh no, I thought we had decided on a, a different spot and I was so embarrassed because I was in the wrong. So yeah, I felt really bad about that and ended up going to the place, the correct place where we had decided to to switch to. And on my way there, he was like, take your time. You know, I, I had ordered us appetizers, so they'd be here for you when you got here, because I figured you're hungry. And I was like, okay two green flags. You were going to be early. You were early and you were thoughtful, right? So we hang out, have like a great date and it was getting to be eight o'clock and I actually had an Instagram live to, to be on for the podcast. So I was like, fuck, we can either part ways, which I didn't want to do because we were having a really good time, or I can tell this guy about my podcast and, you know, he can come and sit in on the Instagram live. So I went with that one. And again, it was very thoughtful, right? So he kind of just sat there while I was doing the the live and, you know, was patient when it was finally over. We kept hanging out. And on the first date, he had made a comment that like our original day to hang out was the next day and we still would. And he was like, if you want to come over, we can make dinner and hang out. You can stay over and go to work from my place. And I was like, awesome. It's nice when you can already plan the second date, even when you're on your first date still. Like, I think that's a good sign. So the next day rolls around and he cancels and doesn't really give a set like new plan or like a, he doesn't offer an alternative. So whatever. But then he proceeds to over the next few days, call me, make a few comments that are like a kind of above and beyond. And it was starting to get love bomby to the point where like, I was like, hmm, this is nice. The attention's nice, but like, I don't want to talk on the phone every waking hour like that we both are around. It's nice to just, you know, relax and, and not have to be on 
every every minute. So then we have a few days where it's like, oh, we'll stay in touch because we both have plans, but maybe we can hang out after. And it falls through every time. So then I'm finally just like, do you actually want to hang out or not? Because if you're going to be calling me every day, making comments like, oh, you know, I have to move apartments, but I would really just love to have, you know, you come here and we could just be in this apartment together. Like stuff like that, where I'm like, we've only hung out once. I've only been talking to you for a week. What's the deal? Like, are we actually going to hang out again? Or is this going to be one of those things where we keep going back and forth, back and forth and, you know, never hang out again? Because I'm also someone like, I like action. If you want to get to know me, I don't want to get to know you over the phone. I want to get to know you in person. And I don't think I was being, I don't think I was asking too much, especially given the comments and his actions in trying to be in contact with me as much as possible. Then he goes, I'm going to delete the app because I really want to focus on getting to know you. I don't have time to get to know other people, so I'm going to delete the apps. And that was when I was kind of just like, okay, this is a lot. It is kind of like, it's not a grand gesture, but in terms of like online dating, when you are kind of feeling someone and you decide to be exclusive, that's a conversation you have. Like, hey, we're going to both delete the apps. I really would just, I just want to focus on you. And that's a great thing down the road, right? When you've actually gotten to know each other beyond just a date. So it also just didn't match his actual actions of trying to hang out with me. It was more, I'm going to do all these things, but not actually make plans. And he did say from the beginning that he was going to be busy with work. And I totally understand. Again, I don't have a lot of time. I don't want my time wasted. If I like you, I'll make time for you. But again, I don't think I was asking too much. So ultimately, we decided like, hey, it's not going to work because you are too busy. Then I am okay with in the sense like, you're too busy to the point where you're not actually making concrete plans with me. And I have spent one or two nights like, okay, are we actually going to hang out or not? So we decide to stop talking. A week and a half goes by and he reaches out again. And I've had an episode where I talked about giving people second chances. And I really think like I need to be more resolute and not giving someone a second chance if they don't deserve it because he wouldn't have gotten less busy in a week and a half, right? Like his job didn't change that much where he would now have all of this, this free time. But I was like, you know what? He did apologize. He said he was into me. Let's give it one more chance. So we had had plans actually to hang out today and he changed the plans. And I was like, well, didn't, we said we were going to do this. Like, if you don't want to do that, just say it. But like, don't, don't act like the plan you're offering now was the original plan. Um, And then he was like, I think with all the, with all the respect, like, I I don't think this is going to work between us. And for me, I was just like, it's so annoying. Like, why did you reach back out again? Then it just kind of felt like a waste of time. And again, with all of the love bombing on the front end, you can't even follow through on a plan that you made. Super frustrating for me. And at this point, honestly, and I have definitely said this before, but I was talking with two of my friends 
And I had set in my head a date of June 15th to delete the apps. But I honestly, like today might be the day because it's just so frustrating. And I feel like I'm not having fun. Like I'm actually, (laughs) I feel like I have attitude with people because I'm just so disappointed and so over it and so annoyed. And I have, like I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, a great support system. I have great friends. I have great family that like, why am I wasting days or nights that I could be spending with them to hang out with people that I am not guaranteed to have a good time with, or I can't guarantee that they're going to give me the respect that I deserve. So (laughs) I don't know if you guys are going to be hearing any more dating stories about new people. Like I do have, there's a few people that I'm in touch with and like, you know, kind of have some history with that I will be hanging out with that I'm, you know, that I will spend time with, but I don't know if I'm going to have any new stories of people that I'm meeting from the apps because I'm just over it. So sorry if that disappoints any of you guys, because that's originally what this whole podcast was going to be about, but I like the turn that it's taken. And if you haven't listened to about self-love, I had D who is a self-love coach, come on. Like, I, I want to do more things like that and, and kind of focus on things other than just the horrible dates that I've been on because I think things like self-love and taking time for you and choosing a little bit more thoughtfully who you hang out with, for me, I think it's going to put me in a better headspace so that when I do start dating again or am, like, willing to meet new people, I'll be definitely in a better place and definitely have a better attitude about it and definitely maybe won't have like some of the snarky, sarcastic responses that I've been giving. Um, So yeah, definitely expect more of that and more guests. I literally like that's honestly, and I've said this before, it's honestly my favorite part of having the podcast. Like I've connected with so many cool people and it's more than just having them on my podcast and then, you know, wishing each other good luck and going, you know, going on our own ways. Like I've kept in touch with the people that I have collaborated with and met some really, really cool people. So I want to keep, keep that uh, aspect of the show, having guests on and stuff. Um, So let me end with my most recent message from the dating app, because this might be the last time I can do it. Sorry, Derek, it was a great idea to to end my podcast this way, but if I delete the apps, I might uh, might not be able to do that. So I will read you a message from someone who I matched with today. And this is an example of something that happens a lot, and it kind of makes me chuckle. So I've been going back and forth with this guy, and he just texted me, or like messaged me on the app. So what made you swipe right? LOL. And I kid you not, like his profile doesn't have anything about him. It's just pictures of him. So I literally, what can I say? I thought you were attractive. If you don't put anything on your profile, then I'm going to have to just go by your looks. So I, I just said, I thought you were cute. So we'll see. And honestly, I don't usually match with people that just have pictures. Cause again, like it should be more than just what someone looks like you should actually learn about their personality but he was hot so 
yeah, that's why dating will be the death of me. Bye, guys.